Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice, and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end-time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. You're not watching by accident. This is not a coincidence. This is a God incidence. You have a need in your life or your grandchildren, children have needs. God wants to meet those needs today. And my uh, guest today is a dear friend and I'm so honored to have him in the studio with me. Dr. Mark Rutland is here and we're going to be talking about the life of David, something that he's been studying for some time. Now, what an amazing study, by the way. And thank, thank you. you for being here. It's thank you, John. You it's so, so great to be back. Always nice to be with you. Same here. I, I, I've been intrigued, as so many have. It's not unique to me with the life of uh, King David. He, it's re he was really a multifaceted genius. He is a genius in strategic warfare, a founder uh, of a nation, the founder of a capital city, and a genius at poetry. 3,000 years later, the most popular passage of Scripture in the Old and New Testament, David wrote 3,000 years ago. Yeah, indeed. i got to tell you this funny story. It's unbelievable. When I, uh, I was raised in a Jewish home, and for me, the New Testament was their book, the Christian's <clears throat> book. And I was told it has nothing to do with my heritage. In fact, if anything, it, the only connection is they blame us for killing Jesus. And then I went to a Bible study uh, when I was 20 years old and prayed a prayer that I went home and tried to forget. But what happened through that prayer, looking back 38 years ago, is that I was changed because of something in my heart, mm -hmm. at least through this prayer. And I had began a search to find a Bible with the New Testament. I didn't know where to get a Bible. And I finally found a Bible and read the book of Matthew. Oh. And the very first thing that caught my attention was that this was the son of Abraham, the son of David. And I couldn't figure out, Mark, what David, King David, mm. because he was, he's such a great figure yes. in Judaism. Of course. Along with Abraham, he is Melech David, the king of Israel. And I couldn't figure out what David was doing in the, in the Christian Bible, my King David in the Christian Bible. I didn't know if there was two King Davids or what, and later discovered as I read on how Jewish this New Testament Really this book is. of the Christians really is. But David was a key thing for me. To see David in the New Testament really made a difference I can for me see as that. a Jew. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, if you, as you read through the gospel accounts, the people in the streets, it was not just some theological idea in, in, in Judaism. The people in the streets comprehended the Messiah, Hamashiach, as being the son of David. They cried out, have mercy on me, J Jesus, thou son of David. They cried out over and over again. So he was always comprehended in that way. He was far from perfect. That's was, an encouragement. Yes, and, and that, that does encourage. I mean, that a God of such greatness and glory and splendor and holiness can call this deeply flawed man a man after my own heart. You know, uh, 
Samuel refers to him as a man after God's own. When he's talking to Saul, he says, God has taken your kingdom away from you, and he's going to give it to a man after his own heart. But that's really before we meet all of the, all of the terrible things that David does. But in the book of Acts, he is referred looking back on knowing everything. St. Paul still says, a man after God's own heart. Yeah, amen. Now, there's a, there's a, a, a very encouraging story from the beginning here that I read in your book that he's the unlikely choice. In fact, he's not even counted as one of Jesse's children. Yes. He has to be asked, are there any more? Talk about that. I love that. Yeah. um, When Samuel arrives at Jesse's house to anoint the new king, um, he says, bring all your sons in. And David is the eighth of eight boys. He's the proverbial accident. The others are pretty well grown. And David's this kind of weird little kid. They send him out to tend the pasture, and he comes in with really cockamamie stories. A lion attacks, and he punches the lion and kills it. He punches the bear and kills it. And, you know, you big brothers think you're... And, he, and he's a, a musical prodigy. So he's probably not appreciated very much no. by his brothers. Or, or, or even by his father. Mm. Because when Samuel says, line your sons up, he doesn't even bring David in the room. Wow. And God says, look not on their countenance or the outward appearance, and he rejects every one of them, seven in a row. And, and Samuel asks one of the funniest questions in the Old Testament. He says, are you sure these are all your sons? <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. I never thought about how funny that was yeah, until I says, read that. Yeah. He says, well, there is this other kid. <laughs> and he says, we're not going to sit down, and we're not going to eat till he's in this room. So that's what Samuel the prophet. You know, I just, I just want to stop there for a moment and linger on this, because... I think that people have no trouble believing that God is a God of blessing, Mm. but it's blessing the pastor. It's blessing us Mm. corporately. I I just find so many people have trouble really believing that God cares about them or wants to bless them. It's just easier. Look, I've been in ministry for 34 years. I can muster more faith to pray for you or people in a prayer line than to pray for my own needs or the needs of people that are closest to me. That's a challenge for me. Do you find that too? I understand exactly what you mean. And that, that is actually at the very heart of the story of David. David is David's not a rabbi. He's not a preacher. He's, not, he's a man of war. The king. The king. He is the king. And he's a, he's a regular guy. Yeah, I, just, I want you to, to hear that. You may be looking around and saying, why isn't God hearing my prayer? Why isn't... I can believe for everyone else, but when it comes to me, Lord, you care about me. And he does. He sees you, and uh, he's seeking you out right now. That's why you're watching the program. Samuel had to seek David out through Jesse. Are are these all your sons? Because he knew, as he listened to the Holy Spirit, that none of these brothers that were so stalwart, so strong and mighty, they had the physical appearance of a king, but they weren't the right one. Yeah, he, uh, Samuel, it's good also to see that even prophets can kind of foul it up a little bit because Samuel still had the physical image of Saul in his mind. Saul was uh, head and shoulders taller than any other man in Israel. So he said, okay, we may not get a Saul, but he's got to be pretty much like him. So Eliab is this big, strong guy. When we think of David, we're thinking of Michelangelo's statue. But this is, <laughs> this is a scrawny adolescent child. And, and the Bible describes him graphically. He's sunburned. 
He's out in the field. He's sunburned. He comes in from the sheep. He smells like sheep. And, and Samuel says, like Samuel says to the Lord, really? <laughs> really? Why can't we have the oldest one, the big guy? He looks like, he looks like a king. This is a kid. And David does, even, does not even know what's happening in the room. Remember, he missed the whole explanation. It's astounding to everyone. This is a treasonous act. Yes. And they're all trying to figure out what's happening. Now, you make another point that I want to touch on. Mm. We just have about a minute in the segment. But he's anointed, and then, have, then Samuel goes home, and nothing changes. For a long time. That's exactly right, and it's a very important point. Just because God reveals to you a destiny, a dream, a vision, God's timing is just as important as God's calling. And we have wow. to learn to wait. Yeah. We have to yeah. learn to wait till God brings it to pass yeah. in His way. Don't give up. I'm going to say it again. Don't give up. Don't give up. Mark, we're just scratching the surface today. You've written an incredible book. Thank you. I woke up and started reading this this morning. I couldn't, I couldn't put it down, but I love that it's in chapters that are like a devotional. And I completed a whole thought, the wisdom from, uh, from Dr. Mark, from old Dr. Mark, <laughs> which I thought was great. This really ministered to me. And I want to tell you, it ministered to a specific uh, issue in my life, a thing, something that I've been waiting for that I believe is about to come to pass now. And I, I believe that's speaking to you. Uh, tell me why you wrote this. Well, I've been intrigued with David's life and his leadership patterns all my life. Uh, and there was just something about him. And it, I'm not the first person to be attracted to David. The controversy, the ups, the downs, huge itinerations, accomplishments and successes and abilities that are supernatural, unbelievably talented, and deserts that are devastating. And I was fascinated with a guy who could take torpedo after torpedo and bounce back. And we want, ladies, we want you to get this for your husbands. We want to get it for you to get it for your sons, for your grandsons, yes. right? This is, this is really for men in mind. It is. I, I'm, women buy books and read books. Men, I had two groups in mind, and it's taken off with them, men and millennials. I wanted to reach young people, and I wanted men to read it, and men are loving You it. want God to minister to your husband, to your son, to your grandson? This is the book to get. We want to sow it into your life as you sow into this ministry. And this is what you're doing. You're enabling us to reach Jewish people in desperate need along with their neighbors. We're talking about people that don't have access to eye care or medical care or medicines. That's what you're doing, and we want to invest in you. We want to bless you. We have some other materials along with that Adonai Roi, the Lord my shepherd, all from King David, by the way, uh, and this beautiful Psalms of David. We have candlesticks also. We, we're sowing them into your life as you stand with us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Why? Because the gospel is to the Jew first, and that's why we exist as a ministry. We want you to help us, and we want to bless you back. Here's how. Is there a giant in your life that is threatening your health, finances, or relationships? King David faced a giant and was victorious because he knew how to tap into God's power. And so can you. Let Dr. Mark Rutland show you how with his insightful book, David the Great, Deconstructing the Man After God's Own Heart. Order now 
and we'll send you Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures at an IROE, the Lord My Shepherd book and audio CD by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. Old and New Testament scriptures will come alive in your spirit as you learn to speak them in Hebrew, even if you've never spoken Hebrew before. Both are yours for a one-time gift of $40 or more. Or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, and we'll include a stunning set of candle holders featuring Jerusalem landmarks. Finally, we'll add this heirloom quality Psalms of King David book. This extraordinary leather-bound book contains 50 of King David's Psalms that provide hope and inspiration to you in every season of life. When you become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please call now and specify offer 4158 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2043 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support or send it to us at Jewish Voice. Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Welcome back. My guest is Dr. Mark Rutland. What an important topic we're talking about. King David. And you are deconstructing a great man of God. He was a great man of God, but, you know, I, I, he was a man after God's own heart. But actually, this is very encouraging to me that David was sinful. He was he, way, way to the left of perfect. Talk about that. Yeah, I was, uh, I was in Tiberias, actually, when I was working on this book, and I was sitting at an outdoor picnic table. I had the manuscripts active. And an Israeli lady came over, and she said, are you an American? I said, yes. She said, what are you writing about? And I said, King David. And she backed up like I had slapped her. And she said, why would you write about that bloody man? And she turned around and went <laughs> off. And I thought, I just am intrigued with any man 3,000 years after his death, they can make a woman that mad. <laughs> and it, it is because he's so complex. He's conflicted. Here's a guy who is a man after God's own heart, both in the New Testament and in the Old Testament referred that way, knowing everything we know about him. He commits murder, conspiracy to hide it. He commits adultery and in the process of that impregnates the woman and is going to palm the baby off on the woman's husband. But even that is not David's most destructive sin. Everybody knows the story of David and Bathsheba. Their people know the story of David and Bathsheba. They think it's in Shakespeare. They don't even know it's in the Bible. They just know the phrase. But his most destructive sin was the census. Ah, There's a denial. We automatically think of Bathsheba, Bathsheba. And sending her husband to death, but the, the, yeah. Uriah died and the baby died, but that's two. The census, he's not supposed to take a census. David lets his ego get away from him. Joab, who has almost no conscience about anything, tells him, don't do this census. And David does it anyway, and God sends a plague. 70,000 Israelis die because of David's sin. Yeah, wow. That's, I mean, that's a, a horribly destructive sin. But out of that, David finally says to God, okay, take me. Why, why these people kill me? And God sends him to the threshing floor of Onan and says, buy this threshing floor. And the angel, it's a comical scene. The angel is standing behind David and Onan can see him. And David says, I'd like to buy your thresher, threshing floor. 
And the guy says, sure. <laughs> he can see this angel. And David buys it. And that threshing floor, which David buys to make a sacrifice for his own sin, is actually where, the, where his son built the temple. Yeah, amazing. It's amazing. amazing. I, I just, I, I see a guy that's so conflicted when I read the Psalms. You're right. Uh, I see a man who loves God but is so conflicted is really struggling through life. And that is a really good picture of walking with God. It's not just, it's not a promise of a life free from trials and tribulations. David could sit across just like this with anybody that's watching. He could sit in your living room and you could tell him anything you're going through. Children that have failed you, messed up marriages, problems in your work, crisis of any kind, no matter what you told him, David could say, I know exactly what yeah, you're going betrayal. through. betrayal. Betrayal. The yeah. greatest, greatest emotional wound in human experience is betrayal. And David said, if it was just my enemy, I could deal with that. But he said, it's him that eateth at my right hand. He walked with me to the house of God. And if you haven't experienced that, that's a deep wound. Yeah. And yet, out of the whole thing, David is like a this powerful running back that bursts through the line. You may bring him down, but he's going to fall for three yards because his eye is so fixed on the goal. And despite his sins, despite his crises, the battles, the humiliations, David's heart is fixed on God. And that's why at the end of everything, God says, okay, up and down, thick or thin, this is still my man. Yeah. Just, just David's innate nature to keep pressing yes. on in God. I feel like there's so many people watching that are stuck on the why God. Yes. Or stuck in guilt, not being able to get past letting God down or letting themselves down or loved one down. Just, just talk to those people that are listening in right now. Because I think there's so much need out there, Mark. You're so right. Think of Psalm 51. David had sinned with Bathsheba and really conspired for the murder of her husband, Uriah the Hittite. When he wrote Psalm 51, he wanted it memorialized. The superscription doesn't just say Psalm 51. It says a Psalm of David when he went in unto Bathsheba. He wanted it remembered and he repents. But then he says, purge me with hyssop. A thousand years before Messiah is born, wow. David is putting his faith for redemption in the blood. God will forgive you. He already has. You just need to appropriate that. Mm. You just need to appropriate that. I don't know what you've done, but it's not beyond the blood. It's not. It really isn't. If God forgave David, he will forgive you. He really, really will. Do you believe that? I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. Do you believe that? He wants to touch your life right now. I just feel we need to stop and pray yes. for people that are going through some of the similar struggles to King David or women that have been devastated by a spouse or, or, or child. Betrayal. Betrayal. Let's, let's just, we want to pray over you right now. Again, this is a divine moment. Don't miss out on this opportunity to be set free in Jesus' name. Would you, would you just pray? It's an honor. Minister? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you. I join my faith with the faith of every person right now praying, whether they have sinned, whether they have been sinned against. 
whether they are in crisis, whether they are in turmoil, I pray that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and the God of David will touch your life with healing and redeeming grace. There is no sin you've committed that can wipe out the blood of Jesus, and there is no failure that you've caused that cannot be redeemed, and there's nothing that's been done to you that God cannot heal. My dear friend, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, be thou healed. Be healed. Be healed. Dr. Mark, I'm hearing over and over again, and this is for you right now, he is coming back. Hmm. It's talking about a spouse. It may be talking about a child or grandchild. He is coming back. He is. Just receive that. That's a word for you. Mark, we just have a, f a couple of minutes left. Uh, just th three things from the life of David that you can encourage people with to apply to their lives. Well, one thing is David never allowed crisis to capture him. He went through things, the, the destruction at Ziklag. His own troops were ready to stone him to death. And there's a simple verse. We don't even know what, how it happened. We only know what it, it said. David encouraged himself in the Lord. No matter what crisis you're facing, fix your eyes on God, turn to God, claim it. The second thing is there's no failure from which David wasn't able to bounce back. One of the great strengths is resiliency. I've, I've studied leaders. I've written on leadership. I've, I've published on leadership. I have a New York Times bestseller on leadership. And David is the bounce back king. Yeah. He's the comeback king. The third thing is this. The, if you read the whole book, read the life of David and everything, and what you say to yourself is what a great man David was, the book is a failure. What you say is what a great God David had. David, the yes. key to David's life is that he was just fastened on God. I love it. I love it. Lessons from old Dr. Mark. Listen, you may be going through hell or feel like you're going through hell right now. Keep going. Amen. Keep going. Mark, I love this book. Thank you so I much. I love this book, and I want you to get this book. I, I want to sow this into your life. Uh, we don't sell things at Jewish Voice, but we do deposit things that will bless you into your life as you stand with us, as you partner with us to reach Jewish people and their neighbors uh, with medical care, with eye care, with dental care. It costs about $40 to provide antibiotics to somebody who will die without them or to provide eye surgery so that people can see again, covered with, with cataracts. It's an amazing thing to see people come into a clinic that would die the next day and were able to save their life, but most importantly is the opportunity to share the gospel because it's the gospel that transforms lives. I read part of this book this morning, and I want you to know how much it ministered to Thank me. You. Lessons from old Dr. Mark. You talk about timing and uh, holding on to the promise, and this was so appropriate for me. Okay. I have a promise that God spoke to me 12 years ago, Praise and God. I'm watching everything line up. But I believe there are things that God has spoken to you and he wants to bring them to pass in his perfect timing. David was anointed and then nothing changed for a long time, but the prophet had spoken. And what God has spoken to you will come to pass. This book is life-changing, it Thank really you. is. And you were telling me earlier that it, this is having more influence 
than any book you've done to date, right? Yeah, we're just thrilled with it. Um, one lady told me that her uh, son is a master sergeant, and she bought a copy of the book for, got a copy of the book for every man in his unit. He's a warrior's warrior. Uh, another person bought him for all the police in the local police station. And they're just, uh, it's just really reaching men. Well, I'm, I'm a testimony of a chapter that, that really touched me today. God used this man's book to touch me this morning and to remind me that he is faithful, that he is not only the author of my faith, but the finisher of my faith. Ladies, get this for your husband. Get this for your son. Get this for your grandson. And uh, God will use this book to bring them back. I heard that word, bring, they'll come back. They'll come back. We have some other great resources. This beautiful Psalms of King David, it's absolutely stunning. Uh, confessing the Hebrew scriptures that I did on the Lord my shepherd. Promises of God that directly connect to a God who will guide us, who will lead us, even through the valley of the shadow of death. Again, materials that we want to sow into your life because I believe that God will use these materials to change you and your family to provide for that need that you're facing. Here's how to get them. Is there a giant in your life that is threatening your health, finances, or relationships? King David faced a giant and was victorious because he knew how to tap into God's power. And so can you. Let Dr. Mark Rutland show you how with his insightful book, David the Great, Deconstructing the Man After God's Own Heart. Order now and we'll send you Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures, Adonai Roe, The Lord, My Shepherd, book and audio CD by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus. Old and New Testament scriptures will come alive in your spirit as you learn to speak them in Hebrew, even if you've never spoken Hebrew before. Both are yours for a one-time gift of $40 or more, or you can become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, and we'll include a stunning set of candle holders featuring Jerusalem landmarks. Finally, we'll add this heirloom quality Psalms of King David book. This extraordinary leather bound book contains 50 of King David's Psalms that provide hope and inspiration to you in every season of life. When you become a new monthly partner for $30 a month or more, you bring the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. The need is urgent, so please call now and specify offer 4158 to receive all of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Specify offer 2043 when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support or send it to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked. You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five-star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures, such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Here's a special message from Jonathan. I want to personally invite you to join me and my family in Israel. It will change your life and you will never read the Bible the same again.
For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. Again, 800-299-9374 or jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. If you have questions or prayer needs, remember we're here for you. You can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv. Jewishvoice.tv. Just know that God loves you, and so do we. And as I close the program, I want to remind you, Psalm 122.6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. So if you want to prosper this week, pray for Israel and the Jewish people. Thanks for joining me. And until next time, I'm Jonathan Vernis saying shalom and God bless you. Thank you.